Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcast live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. We'll let me get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Uh, Sean Payton doing a little cornerback backpedal. Mark Stein joins us in 20 minutes. We'll find out, is there any value for James Harden in the trade market? Right? And are we to believe that Ben Simmons is back? Uh, we've got to talk about uh, Shohei Otani and the day he had yesterday. We'll see if he can continue on this tear for the Angels, who are red hot. Uh, they take on the Blue Jays tonight. Shohei Otani uh, will be a topic, but we'll get to that probably in an hour. Uh, Mark Dominic's going to join us. We'll ask him about the running back market. Something we asked him about last week and it continues in the conversation is, today Dalvin Cook kind of did the, the whole circuit, right? Dalvin Cook did the circuit of questions regarding 
where he's going to sign. Here's Dalvin Cook on Good Morning Football talking about the Jets being atop his list. What are you personally looking for out of this meeting? Just a great vibe, man. Just getting around people that want to love on Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, that want to share that value that I want. And just trying to get around some guys that want to win. Mm. I want to I bring something different to the table, and that's being Dalvin Cook. And I think that's what I bring to the table. I'm going to sit down with my agent and we're going you know, to go over things. You know, right now, we're just taking it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this process is about. You, know, you kind of evaluate everything. You, know, you, don't, you don't skip the process of going through everything. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just trying to you know, go through one step at a time. And you know, the, the Jets right at the top of the list. So let's go, let's go check the box. You know, it's interesting. I mean, Dalvin Cook had, uh, um, he had a, a statistically a good year last year, right? Uh, started playing all 17 games. Obviously, he's got a, sh- a shoulder issue. Uh, but last year, 39 catches, which is not spectacular, but it's not bad. Not bad. He's had as many as 53, so he's decent at catching out of the backfield. Um, he was in a Pro Bowl. He was not an All-Pro. What we don't know about is his ability to to pass protect. But he's not an old guy by any means. You know, not at all. And, you know, you look at, at his con- his contract status and what happened to him, um, what happened to him in Minnesota is, I mean, here's a dude who um, they spent $32 million on and paid him a couple million dollars to walk away. He's made $32 million in his career. This is a great, great test case. 27 years old off of his fourth straight 1,000-yard season, what is Dalvin Cook worth? And what is Dalvin Cook worth? Um, what is Dalvin Cook worth to the New York Jets? That's, that's like a real question. How much will his contract be? Because that's the true market setter, right? That's the true... The, the market is not... It's not a free market when you're under contract. It's not a free market when you're under contract. You can be under contract next year. That's not a free market. Dalvin Cook is a complete and total free agent. That's a free market. So what he signs for, how many years, and granted, he got a shoulder issue. You know? And and coming off of, of shoulder surgery, which he had on, I think, Valentine's Day, um, he had a torn labrum. Now, look, a torn labrum, you're not throwing a football much if you're a quarterback. Where it hurts you is in your ability to maintain your strength, um, not just for being for running the football, but more for blocking. Right? Yeah, also, you know, if your shoulder's catching when you have a torn labrum, you know, catching the ball over your head can be a challenge. But really, this is about blocking and, and about the ability to maintain strength. But he got, you know, he got uh, shoulder surgery on February 14th. The Vikings, off the fourth straight uh, thousand-yard season, release him. He clearly wanted a new contract, and they weren't anywhere close. What does he get on the open market is really, really interesting. Because there, there are no, yes, other teams have their running backs, have their plans, are set in place. But there's enough teams that have cap space and don't have a talent like him on paper Specifically, the Jets. How much are you want? How much do you want Dalvin Cook? How much you want to pay? And for how long? 
And there may be a plan to adjust Aaron Rodgers' contract next year where it's this gigantic cap hit. But in the meantime, like, Dalvin Cook, is it going to be a two-year deal? If so, what's that number going to be like? I just People make, the, make a mistake of considering things that are not free market to be free market. This is a free market. The only limiting factor is the salary cap. And I guess the, also the idea that many other teams already have their running backs and they're good and they won't need another running back until their current running back you know, gets hurt or underperforms. So I, I just, I get that he is like, man, I just want a good vibe. Do you? And wouldn't that be amazing if the good vibe comes suddenly from the Jets and, you know, now you look at Aaron Rodgers looking like a completely different human being, right? Looks like a different guy. And Aaron Rodgers is someone who um, he's been kind of a Debbie Downer recently when he was in Green Bay. I think there is something to doing the same thing, but doing it in a new place. And it's pretty obvious that Aaron Rodgers, his personality, he just, he would kind of have a dour persona. I love that word, by the way. That's like my, my Scrabble word of the day is dour. Kind of a dour persona when he was, the last couple of years he was in Green Bay. Like, man, I don't want to be here. I'd like to be anywhere but here. And I do think people generally perform better when they're happier, when they're happier off the field. And though the Jets aren't really in New York, right? They, they, I know the stadium's in Jersey, but close where they train is not particularly close to the city. But it's close enough to where when you want to get in to where the action is, you can get in there. When you don't, you don't have to do anything with it. But the Aaron Rodgers suddenly becoming this leader of a, of a band of merry men and man, do I love being here. And man, do I love coming to work. And man, is this awesome. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like that sounds all great. It really, really does. And it actually is believable to me because I, I understand what that's like. There are people that stay places too long. In, in college coaching, they'll say, every year you stay, you create an enemy. You ever heard that? Every year you stay, you create an enemy. That's what they'll tell people. Now, you've been here too long. You create too many enemies. I think it's the same thing in, you know, in any job. One of the amazing things about people I know have been in, like John Ramos, for example. John, how long have you been at Fox Sports Radio? Since 20, what was the year that Michael Jackson passed away? Is that 20, 2009? Okay. Yeah, 2007. Somewhere in there. 2009. And... The percentage of days, and you can answer this honestly, you're not getting fired. Percentage of days. Thanks, Doug. That you look forward to going to work. Out of 100%, I would say yeah. 100%. 100%. There's never a day where you're like, Ugh. Nope. Really? Yep. I enjoy my job immensely. I enjoy the job. I would say there's, when you're hosting a show, and it's based upon your opinions and the yeah. topics of the day. You know, if you work in the 225-day variety, you know, there's somewhere in the, you got to be above 200 in terms of days with things to say. That's right. You know? And yes, I agree with you 100%. Your, your 
different than I am in the fact that you actually have to come up with an idea of your opinion every day on some sort of sports product. And I, I don't. I just I appreciate that you bring me in on conversations, uh, but not always do I have an opinion on everything. No, right? but it's still but it's still you like what you do and you like what you do 100 percent of the time. And that is rare. And it's one of the things um, that's kept me doing what I'm doing is I, I pulled some people at another job where I was just like, hey, um, if if you won the if you won the not the lottery, if you won Powerball tomorrow or you won Powerball tonight, would you come to work tomorrow? And my answer was yes. I like what I do. Um, but I also would tell you that I I understand the Aaron Rodgers. Like I wasn't unhappy at ESPN, but there was the, hey, what's it look like somewhere else? You know, uh, I think that's that's human nature. And what you find is, and he was somewhere, how old was he, 18 years was he there? But what happens is you you find, sometimes there's things you leave behind. You're like, man, I really miss that. And then sometimes you're just energized by the newness and a new building and a new place and you feel fresher and you feel younger and you feel alive. And I mean, look, it's one of the reasons that I think people stay in college, college coaching a long time is because though the job can be a little mundane and the same, because there's always turnovers, there's always fresh faces, they're always the same kind of energy and wanting to achieve something greater, then I, don't, I think you don't maintain that level of, now, you could say the same thing in football, but I just, I think we're going to have to probably get to a point where we go, you know, and I, I, was, I was never down on Aaron Rodgers. People who track all of the history of my shows will tell you that Aaron and I have been friendly, and I've always said he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. The only adjustment I made to it was, I mean, Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl, and I had always said Tom is the most successful. I thought Aaron was the best. I do think that when you win that much at that high a level, that there's something to his quarterback play, which is clearly better than everybody else's. Rob Parker wants to say it's luck. Fine. Luck is part of it. Is being with Bill Belichick part of it? Sure. Um, is Did he have a loaded roster and did they have some escapes with Tampa? Absolutely. But he, all of these things have to be the great leadership, have to be have guys that believe in you, have to not turn the football over, have to be able to perform well in the clutch. All those things have to happen. But I've always been an Aaron Rodgers guy. But he turned dour the past two years. And now it's to the point where Dalvin Cook probably going to take less to be with the Jets. And though Aaron Rodgers, and I do think that he'll make that $35 million up back, you know, they'll redo his contract next year and he'll, he'll get more of that money. And then they'll, you know, push more money down the road, down the street, if you will. But we've gotten to the point where Aaron Rodgers is happy. And when you're happy at work, man, that's, that, that's really, you know, you're happy at work. And look, if you can double it up, happy work, happy at home, you're going to be a productive dude. You know, what I think happens when you're unhappy at home is there's a short period of time or a period of time in which you're better at work, especially if you're a kind of performer because, you know, the world may be crashing down outside and now you hyper-focus on your work. I can tell you that from personal experience. Like, things aren't going well a lot of times, but it's a short play. The long play is the happiness at work and then, of course, happiness at home, and you're more productive for longer. 
isn't it interesting if Aaron Rodgers, who has kind of gone down the Brett Favre path and kind of turned dour, and even the most ardent Aaron Rodgers fans are like, God, this guy makes it so hard to like him. If now he's, he's conducting the best vibe in the NFL. Granted, haven't played a game, haven't lost a game, haven't been booted home. All these things haven't happened. But there is something to that change of scenery, which has clearly energized him and changed him for the better. Doug, right, coming up, oh, yes. I was going to say, Doug, there's something you said yesterday, which I actually wrote down, and it's something that I, I believe in. I think I would tell a lot of the coach, the, the players that I coach. You said personal happiness leads to professional success. I think that's a, a very, very valid point. It does. It, it does. And um, what I think is interesting is if you can, you know, how long can you mask when you're personally unhappy? How long... Uh, you know, or how long can you mask if you're professionally unhappy and can you fix your professional or personal unhappy, like while you're in season, or do you have to have a change of scenery? Like all those things are interesting questions. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. If you're looking for a really good listen regarding the NBA, download This League Uncut. It's a new podcast with Chris Haynes and our next guest, Mark Stein. Of course, NBA correspondent for Substack. He's worked at all the biggies and everybody respects him. He knows, has all the knowledge and anything he doesn't know, Chris Haynes knows and they share it in their, in their, in their pod. Um, let, let's start with, with this Ben Simmons is back, right? And, and I don't know if this is year two or year three of Ben Simmons is back. It does feel more real now as we actually have video of him working out with actual basketball players. What do you think the likelihood is that he's back, maybe not to the level before he hurt his back, but to a competitive level where he can play big minutes? I agree with you. I think that these have been the most hopeful kind of hopeful sim- signals that we've heard in a while with him. Um, I, I, you know, it's been so long now that I think in general, most people's view is going to be, we need to see it to believe it and see it with our own eyes. But, you know, there were, there were a few games even last season with the, with the Nets where there were still flashes and, you know, obviously that back injury he's had, you know, Michael Porter had the same thing. The people who have endured, that surgery say that it is a very long recovery. So it would be a great story if he can make it back. You know, he's he's too young and too talented not to root for him. So I certainly do. And you know, I again, I think I, I understand. I understand that there's going to be skepticism no matter how good the videos look. But I think you're right. I think the signs are as hopeful as they've been for a while. And if it is, you know, the Nets have, you know, post-Durant, post-Kyrie, the Nets are more interesting, I think, than a lot of people thought possible. You know, they've replenished their draft picks. Bridges has become such a good player. They hang on to Cam Johnson in free agency. So they have a lot of optionality to make moves. Um, the Nets will be more watchable and more interesting next season than I think we probably would have anticipated after the trade deadline in February. I, I, I tend to agree. It's going to be fascinating. Um, all right. Uh, you hear from, I, 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 let's not be critical, but I'll say less reputable sources than yours, um, that, well, maybe Portland's going to try and save this thing, save the relationship. Is there any saving the relationship between Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers? No, I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I just think we're, we're just, Everybody wants this to go fast, and it's just not going fast. But 
I would also say September is not far away. July is almost over. We got a lot going on in August with the Hall of Fame inductions, with the FIBA World Cup, and training camp. Training camp's going to get here faster than you think, and it's just not going to be as easy for the Blazers to stay patient. Now, maybe they're going to hold firm and bring games to camp, and you know, then it becomes a daily talking point and a daily source of distraction. And it's just, it gets a lot harder to stick to your guns. But I mean, look, they, they've got to get this right. The Blazers have to get this right. It is, you know, they, they are not a team known for attracting free agents. They have done really well drafting here the last couple of years, and they have just drafted games, presumed heir apparent in Scoot Henderson. Is Scoot Henderson going to be a reasonable facsimile of Damian Lillard this season? Probably not right away. He's going to need some time to make that jump to the NBA. And so the the Blazers have to get this right. They have to get commensurate value for, you know, a guy who not just productivity-wise, just his relationship with that community, that fan base. I mean, it's not easy to replace Damian Lillard, obviously. So they they have to they have to get it right, and let's see if they have the gumption to be as patient as they say they are in July. What's going on with James Harden? <laughs> well, he just doesn't have the leverage that he thinks he does. I mean, you know, he says he wants to go to the Clippers. You know, the Clippers to this point have only been willing to engage to a degree, and. Even if the Clippers were more gung-ho about this, Daryl Morey's already proven with the way he handled the Ben Simmons situation. Daryl Morey, he will wait it out. If Daryl Morey was running the Blazers, I think then you would say, okay, you know what, they may try to save this thing because we've seen we've seen him just the year that they kept Simmons all the way to the deadline and Bede was playing fantastic. He didn't win the MVP that season, but that was really, you know, there was a lot of MVP buzz around Joel, and all the talk was, Philly, you're wasting an MVP season for a beat. Maury, hurry up, make the trade, and he didn't. You know, he held firm until he got something he wanted, and so I do think it is, it, it's easier for me to imagine, on open, I don't know about training camp, but let's say opening night, it's easier for me to imagine Harden as a sixer than it is to imagine Damian Lillard is a sixer, but that's why they play the games, as they say. That's why we have these trade sagas. Let's see, maybe they're going to, maybe the Blazers are going to surprise us. Um, and and I don't think this is a reach, but if you do, feel free. Um, obviously, LeBron, he had that speech where there was a lot of self-aggrandizing. Hey, good news for you guys. I'm coming back for year 21, but. Uh, what happened with Bronny this week was really scary, right? And there's a better than average chance that um, he doesn't play basketball this year and at least a good percentage chance. He may never play basketball again. We don't know the diagnosis. But it would be – I don't think there's anybody playing in the NBA that has a defibrillator. Um, I don't know about if it's just a medication or whatever. But it definitely changes the idea that, hey, in a year, he's going to be in the NBA draft and they're going to play together. Do, has, has anybody begun to calculate what that means for LeBron in terms of how long he's going to play? 
Not really among people I've talked to. I mean, the story is just so fresh and so sad and really so scary. And, and I have to say, you know, like as I've, I've been able to cover pretty much all of LeBron's career, not from as close range as, as other reporters, but I mean, I've obviously covered him in the finals a zillion times and I've, I covered his first game in Sacramento and, you know, I've, I've, I've had the privilege of seeing pretty much most of his highs and lows, but I have to say just selfishly, I think I'm just getting older and I'm just a softy about it. I love dad LeBron. I've loved watching how excited he is being, you know, coaching his kids, being around him. I've run into, I've seen him in Vegas when Bronny was much younger and, and, you know, they had a traveling team there and, you know, LeBron was just like organizing a meal at a hotel for 50 people. And just like, I've really enjoyed watching um, just how happy he is to be a dad to these guys. And so, uh, you know, for me, I mean, I just, I just, I can't even imagine going through it. I can't even, you know, it's just, it's just so scary. And you know, I can't even begin to guess what kind of mind frame this throws him in. But to be honest, I, I, I you know, I, around in league circles, I've really just heard mostly just concern and shock and, and, and really good wishes for the family. Cause the, you know, he's the, the kid is 18 and oh, it's just, 18 years old. And it happened at USC the year before, right? Like what, what are the chances? I mean, just, uh, just awful. Uh, but I mean, uh, let, uh, I'm, it, it appears he's going to be okay. The, the question now becomes his basketball career, at, well, along with his health. Uh, Mark Stein joining us. You can you can read his work at Substack. Of course, he has This League Uncut, which is an outstanding new podcast, which you can uh, download. He and Chris Haynes go at it in depth about all the inside stuff in the NBA. You know, if we would go back a year ago, and you and I were having this discussion. Matter of fact, I can tell you, a year ago I was trying to have this discussion, but you had you weren't allowed to do radio like this. So anyway, we had this discussion. You and I would have discussed Luka Doncic being, if not the best player in the league, in any conversation. So they add Kyrie Irving. Obviously, it was not. They they got worse, not better. Immediate, immediate, or not immediately, but within like a month. And the lack of overall surrounding talent came back to bite him, and. You know, people also picked apart the fact that he wasn't in great condition, despite the fact that this supposedly was he was trying to get back in, be in better shape for this year. Luke is still an unbelievable talent. I know you're incredibly close with the guys in Dallas. Are, are they, sneakily, are they going to be? A, it feels like they're actually going to be really good this year, and nobody's paying attention to them. Well, look, they've they've made. They've had a pretty good summer, I would say. They haven't reached all their objectives because they wanted a front-line starting center, preferably a defensive-minded center, someone you could build a defense around. And they don't—they didn't get that. They tried to trade for Clint Capella. They tried to trade for DeAndre Ayton. They would have thrown all their free agent money at Nas Reed had Nas Reed made it to free agency, but Nas Reed ended up doing a deal with Minnesota before he even got the free agency. So they haven't been able to really address the center situation. They, they got Rashawn Holmes in the draft night trade in which they also acquired number 24 from Sacramento and, and drafted Olivier Maxence Prosper, who they are really high on. They had a great draft to get lively and prosper and the Mavs have a pretty checkered draft history. So they, they were absolutely thrilled with the picks they made 
but you know, you know, we'll see. I think they got Grant Williams at a really good number. They tried to get Matisse Teibel, Portland Matadover. If you were adding Grant Williams and Teibel and Rashawn Holmes to your center rotation with Lively now, and you have Luca and Kyrie back, I think you would. You know, people probably would be talking about them more. But you know, again, they're they're still kind of keeping hopes that they can find some sort of trade for a center. And basically, Grant Williams, Grant Williams, they are counting on him to have a massive impact here. I mean, they need a better Grant Williams, a more consistent Grant Williams than we saw in Boston when he plays to his peak. He's an excellent defender, corner threes, and does a lot of good stuff. Can guard almost every position on the court. But they need him to play at a higher level of consistency. He's going to have a much bigger role here in Dallas than he did in Boston. It, it, it. In, in league circles, Luca's still viewed as one of the two or three best players, isn't he? No question. No question. And look, the, you know, my questions about this team are, you know, are the fit. The Mavs made the decision to, to trade for Kyrie Irving, so they felt like they had to re-sign him. They could not lose him. But at its core, would you build your team would you, when you have Luka Doncic, would you, would you have – a ball-dominant Kyrie Irving as his number two and build your team around those two guys. No. You know, that's what the skeptics point to, and that's what the Mavs are going to have to prove that they can do this season. They've made a lot of changes to the team, and I don't think they're done. Awesome stuff. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks so much for joining us. Remember, it's This League Uncut. Reads work on sub, a Substack as well. It's Mark Stein. He covers the NBA as well, or better than anybody who does it. Stein, thanks so much for joining us. All good, sir. Talk soon. Be sure. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Let's do this. Let's welcome in Brett McMurphy. He's been breaking a lot of this stuff from the Action Network. Um, So, Brett, we've been talking about the potential for the Big 12 to add one school, right? One school. And I kind of listed the San Diego State, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, UConn. Anybody I'm missing? Well, what they want to do is they want to add a Pac-12 school first. So they're going to exhaust all options to get a Pac-12 school. So I would put Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, potentially Oregon and Washington in that group. Um, At this point, uh, it may be the first one to jump is who they would take. I don't think they're saving a spot for any of those guys. I do know that Arizona is the – is the furthest along. They've, they've engaged the most with the Big 12. I reported yesterday that uh, Bobby Robbins, Arizona's president, met with Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark in Houston back at the Final Four about potentially moving to the Big 12. But that doesn't mean they're waiting on Arizona. I mean, if it's a race, Arizona has the lead. But if any of these other schools decide, hey, we want to jump first because we're afraid what's going to be left in the Pac-12. They certainly would take them. The Big 12 will absolutely have a 14th school in 2024. They are not going to stay on 13. How long will they wait for a Pac-12 school? That's to be determined. Maybe it's going to be a few months. And then if they cannot get a Pac-12 school to jump, if those guys that are still there sign a grant or rights deal and they're locked in, then they'll look to the group of five ranks and that team would be from UConn, obviously, is one of them, San Diego State, UNLV, and Memphis. The dream scenario for the Big 12 would be if they could get the remaining four corner schools to join Colorado, and that would be Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. And then you would have a 16-team Big 12 conference in 2024, and then they would call it a day. Um, does, does the Colorado thing happen if Deion Sanders isn't there? I think it does, but I think the fact he is there like made it even a more, a more an easier decision to make because Dion is intrigued by having the state. Of, now you're recruiting the state of Texas, and if you're Colorado, you just and everyone in the Pac-12 for that matter. I mean, yeah, you can still recruit, and you're an LA guy. You can still recruit the LA Southern California um, region, but you can't. You know, you can't sell it to recruits' parents because they're never going to play there anymore. Uh, now you're into Texas. You can go recruit Texas and tell 
you know, mom and dad, hey, we're going to be down here once or twice a year. You can come see your baby play, whatever. Um, and so that was huge. So I still think Colorado did this ultimately because it's a fi- for financial reasons. They feel there's more stability with the Big 12. They will make more money in the Big 12. But as Colorado AD Rick George said in the press conference yesterday, you know, we want to be aligned with ESPN and Fox. The Pac-12 will not be aligned with ESPN and Fox. So I think Dion, um, you know, Dion being there made it a slam dunk. I still think it would have happened even if uh, if Prime wasn't there. Um, okay, what happens to the Pac-12? Uh, if you're talking near future, I think they can survive. I think let's say they only lose one school, and Arizona, like I said, is the is a, is a leader at the uh, at the quarter pole. Um, let's say it's Arizona; they can still survive. Uh, they would have to find some teams to add for the for the 24 season because you can't ha- play a season with eight members. Uh, you know that's seven conference games. Are you going to double up? Uh, you know, home and home against conference opponents. What gets challenging for the Pac-12 in the short term, Doug, is. San Diego State, the way they botched their exit from the Mountain West, now they're locked into the Mountain West. They can still get out, but instead of costing them $17 million, it's going to cost them $34 million with less than a year's notice, and that's what it would take. So the same for any other team out of the Mountain West. Okay, maybe they look to an SMU. Um, Tulane has been mentioned. So you look at a school from the American. Well, they, they're supposed to provide 27 months' notice. That ain't happening. So that exit fee that was is now ten dollars, ten dollars, ten million dollars would probably be doubled to twenty million. Can they afford that? Probably. Uh, so they're in a real tough situation. I think more long term for the Pac-12, and I hate this. I I think they're um, I think they're in real trouble because I think eventually Oregon and Washington get to the Big Ten, and then what kind of conference is the Pac-12 if you? If you are without USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and, and pick somebody else that goes to the Big 12, I mean, that's, that's not the Pac-12. And then whoever you add on, it's basically going to be a, a merger between the Pac-12 and the Mountain West at that point. I hate that, but I think that's where we're headed. And the other conference that I think could be in real trouble, not immediately, but three or four years down the road, is the ACC. I think Florida State, Clemson. North Carolina, Miami, I think one, some, or all of them try to jump over the wall and get out of that 13-year grant of rights with the ACC. Will they be successful? That's another story, and that would be great theater. If they do, then that's when the Big Ten and the SEC come in and swoop in those schools. They grow to 20. Um, the Big 12 will be <clears throat> excuse me, at 14 or 16. And then I don't know what the Pac-12 and ACC would look like at that point, um, but that's probably five years down the road. It's crazy. I mean, just uh, uh, just amazing. If you were a betting man and you do work for the Action Network, Brett McMurphy <laughs> joining us, who would, who would you bet is the 14th Big 12 team? I mean, I'd say I mean Arizona uh, because they're further along. They've, I mean, and also I think. I mean, look, I think Utah and Arizona State and, you know, Oregon and Washington, they're all committed to the Pac-12. They all want it to work. 
But if Kleofkopf comes to them with a grant of rights deal that, you know, the, the Big 12 right now is, uh, you know, going to be near $32 million. If he comes to them with a deal that's, say, $25 million, um, $28 million, I mean, it's only $5 million. I don't know what the number is where they're like, okay, screw it, we're out of here. But I just think because Arizona has been this far along, I was told Arizona didn't want to be the first one to jump. They were kind of hoping that Colorado would, would be the first one uh, to do it. And so then that way they don't, they're not the bad guy in this deal. Um, but it's funny, Doug. I mean, you know, we're both Oklahoma State guys. The only reason the Big 12 has stability, and I say this as an Oklahoma State guy, is because nobody else wants the teams in the Big 12. I mean, the SEC got OU in Texas. They don't want anybody else. The Big 10 doesn't want anybody else. And so that's kind of how the Big 12 has kind of grown from this. And now they emerged as this number three conference while the Pac-12 is just sitting there counting the days till Oregon and Washington leave. And the ACC sit there counting the days till Florida State, Clemson, Miami, um, North Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, those guys leave. So in a weird way, the Big 12 has kind of emerged as this number three conference. And I think it'll be that way for a very long time. Brett McMurphy, Action Network. He covers all this stuff and does an incredible job, plus an insider for college football. Check his work at the Action Network. Brett, thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk soon. You got it. Thanks, Doug. He's the best, man. Totally all over the stuff. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.